Hi there! Welcome to this week's episode of REAP, where REAP stands for Read, Examine, Apply, Pray. My name's Ed Burdett, and I'm glad to be spending this time with you. As we get started, I wanted to say that REAP, as well as the daily readings at One Year Bible Podcast, is possible because of donations from listeners like you. We don't run ads, so all of our support comes from listeners who value what we do and want others to experience it as well. Every dollar donated lets us reach over 250 people with Bible resources. So if this podcast is valuable to you, or if you'd like to help spread the word across the world, would you join us in supporting this work? To donate, you can visit oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully give to help us in our mission. And once more, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. And now, on to REAP. The purpose of REAP is for us to learn and then practice a pattern for getting more out of Scripture as we read and listen through. The way it works, we pick a section of this day's reading, either from the Old Testament, the New Testament, or the Psalms. And then using that passage, we walk through this four-step process. First, we read the passage, and next we examine it. This is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that catches our attention. After that, we look to apply the passage, connecting it with our lives today. And lastly, we get to pray. Our reading this week comes from our Old Testament reading. It's from Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Using this passage, then, we'll read, examine, apply, and pray. As we get started, let's ask God's blessing on our time. Father God, we come to you humbly today. We come to you as needy people who need to hear from you. Not just bread, not just food, but Lord, by your words, that's how we live. Thank you that you have spoken, and thank you that you open up your word to us through your Spirit. We ask by your mercy that we would understand these things you've said. Thank you for these precious words. Thank you for the living word, your son Jesus. It's in his name that we pray these things. Amen. Well, let's start in now on Exodus chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me, nor listen to my voice. For they will say, The Lord has not appeared to you. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A rod. He said, Throw it on the ground. He threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and Moses ran away from it. The Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand, and take it by the tail. He stretched out his hand, and took hold of it, and it became a rod in his hand. This is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. The Lord said furthermore to him, Now put your hand inside your cloak. He put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous, as white as snow. He said, Put your hand inside your cloak again. He put his hand inside his cloak again, and when he took it out of his cloak, behold, it had turned again as his other flesh. It will happen, if they will not believe you, or listen to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. It will happen, if they will not believe even these two signs, or listen to your voice, that you shall take of the water of the river, and pour it on the dry land. The water which you take out of the river will become blood on the dry land. Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before now nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. The Lord said to him, Who made man's mouth? Or who makes one mute, 
or deaf or seeing or blind? Isn't it I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. Moses said, O Lord, please send someone else. This is our reading, and now we'll move on to the examine portion of Reap. And again, this is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that caught our attention in this passage. The first thing that stood out to me in this passage, it's from the first verse we read. Here we see that Moses is responding to God and bringing up an objection about why he can't go back to Egypt and fulfill God's mission. In this verse, he says, But they, that is the Israelites, will not believe me, nor listen to my voice. For they will say, The Lord has not appeared to you. What stood out here is that Moses' mind has left his immediate surroundings, and he's thinking ahead, and he's thinking ahead and imagining some negative situation that the people won't believe him. Moses has left current reality. He is now predicting the future and imagining how the people will respond. And then look at how the Lord responds to this. In verse 2, it says, The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? That is, the Lord is bringing Moses back to what is immediate, to what is literally at hand. The next thing that stood out, in verse 3, it says that Moses threw the rod on the ground and it became a snake. And it says, And Moses ran away from it. So this isn't a small snake, this is a scary snake. This is perhaps a big snake that a person doesn't want to be anywhere near. Then consider the very next verse. It says this, The Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand and take it by the tail. What a challenging physical task. Imagine Moses trying to get around the back of the snake and approaching it and staying away from its head and its fangs and snatching this snake up in a way that won't get him bitten. Then in verse 5 it says this, The Lord is speaking and he says, This is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. So God has not forgotten Moses' fear. He isn't disregarding this concern of Moses that the people won't listen. In verse 6 we read that the Lord says this, It says, The Lord said furthermore to him, Now put your hand inside your cloak. He put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous, as white as snow. I imagine emotionally how Moses may have responded. I wonder if, by this point, Moses may just be so amazed at God that he might not even be afraid. Continuing on, the next thing that stood out, it's in verse 8. That verse says this, It will happen, if they will not believe you, or listen to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. What stood out here is that these signs speak. There is a voice to these signs, God is saying. It is a voice that the people can believe or not believe. Either way, they are being spoken to by these signs. Continuing on, in verse 10, we read that Moses objects and says that he is not eloquent, that he is slow of speech and of a slow tongue. God responds to this, and in verse 12, he says, Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall speak. What stood out here is that the Lord wants trust. He is not denying Moses' claim that he is not eloquent or slow of speech. The Lord is simply saying, I am the Lord. I will be with you. And then finally, in the last verse we read, verse 13, it says this, Moses said, O Lord, please send someone else. I'm curious when he said this, what Moses' tone was. Was it a quiet tone? Was it a defeated tone? How did he sound when he said this? These are the things that stood out to me in this passage, and if I miss something that you noticed, feel free to share that as a comment over at oneyearbiblepodcast.com on the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the application portion of REAP. 
And again, this is where we look to connect what we've read with our lives today. The first two verses we read make me think of an application. In those verses, we saw that Moses, in response to this challenge from the Lord, is already thinking ahead. He's picturing in his mind going to the Israelites, giving them this message, and being rejected. And then, because he believes that that is what will happen, he brings an objection back into the current moment. He says, Lord, if I go there, the people will say to me, the Lord has not appeared to you. Then, as we saw, the Lord asks him a question, which brings his focus right back to that moment. The Lord's question, where he says, what is that in your hand? It gets Moses out of his head, out of his own imagination, out of his own predictions of the future, and back to immediate reality. An application for us, then, can be to practice this same transition if we find ourselves either thinking of the future, mentally going far away from our current experience, and just as God helped Moses to do, we can aim to be brought back to our immediate moment. What is around us, who is right there, what is even in our hand. If we struggle with being distant or distracted, this application will help to bring us back. To help ourselves with this application, perhaps we can remember this phrase, the phrase that the Lord says in verse 2, what is that in your hand? Well, that's an application I see in this passage, and if you see another one, feel free to share that also as a comment at the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the last part of REAP, where we get to pray. Dear Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this story of Moses, and how you came to him because you cared about rescuing your people. Thank you, Lord, that you did not take Moses' hesitance or his reluctance and let that defeat your plan to rescue your people. Thank you for the wonderful signs you gave him, the great reasons for confidence that you gave to him. Lord, you are kind. You work with us even when we say, please, I don't want to do it. And yet, Lord, no one is so trustworthy and so powerful as you. Forgive our reluctance to trust you, our hesitance. Forgive us for all the adventures you want to go on with us, but we won't let you take us there. God, deepen our trust through this word and help us to be willing to risk ourselves on you, to risk ourselves on your character, on your word. I pray, Lord, that we would not get to heaven and then say, I wish I had trusted more. Lord, by your grace, would you fill us with your spirit and help us to be obedient to your will. Thank you for your kindness to us in Jesus, how you come to us and how you rescue us in him. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me for this week's episode of REAP. In addition to this recorded version, we also meet as a group and do REAP live. This happens over Zoom every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. From 12 o'clock to 12.45, we read, examine, apply, and pray together. If you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome to. The way to get that information is to send me a note through oneyearbiblepodcast.com. That way, I'll have your email address and can send you the Zoom links for those Friday sessions. It's always an encouraging and inspiring time circled around God's Word, and I hope you'll join us on one of these upcoming Fridays. That's all the announcements we have for this week. I hope you have a good Friday and weekend and week upcoming, and I look forward to talking with you soon. 